Two Beards Talking is proudly sponsored by Toolman Tactical. Owned and operated in Alabama, Toolman Tactical offers quality polymer AR-15 and Glock magazines at affordable prices. With anti-tilt followers, the AR-15 magazines hold a true 32 rounds, while the Glock magazines hold 35 9mm rounds. Visit toolmantactical.com today and use code TBT30 to get 30% off your order. With $3 flat rate shipping, the more you buy, the more you save. New to podcasting and need episode ideas? Already have a show and looking for more engagement from guests? Check out Poddex. Poddex are decks of cards designed for new and current podcasters. Interview questions, episode ideas, would you rather, and so much more. Visit poddex.com today and use code BEARDS10 to get 10% off your order of any physical deck of cards. Offer not eligible for digital content. Order your Poddex today. Got you, motherfuckers. Ha, 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 ha. You never know when it's coming. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> and that means you're listening to Two Beards Talking. I am Daniel Sanders. And I am, you, you know, the, the thing. The, the, oh, you, Matt Lasseter. Yeah, yeah you dog face pony soldier. Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know what the fuck that is. I don't think he knows what the fuck that is. And there was a guy named Corn Pop. Corn Pop was a bad dude. <laughs> Oh, man. Like we always do at the start of every show, we want to give a big shout-out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. Yeah, that one. (sighs) Sorry, I was looking at something. Put your goddamn phone down. (laughs) I mean, you can hold it up there. (laughs) Y'all am going to get tired. Yeah, my shoulder get really fucking tired of that bullshit (laughs) real quick. You find out quick, fast, and in a hurry how heavy a piece of paper is when you do that for a long period of time. Paper's heavier than it looks. It really is. Especially if you got to hold it out in front of you. Oh, with just your finger and thumb. Oh, yeah, that's a horrible day. Oh, man. Ah, water. You had, you had something you wanted to rant about. Fuck you, boomers. Well, that's not nice. Fuck them. Here's looking at you, boomers. Okay, so I'm just perusing. The Facebook page. You're doing the Facebook? I'm doing the Facebook scroll. And I see this picture. And admittedly, the dude in the picture is fucking stupid. Just admittedly. Well, I mean, describe the picture. All right, it's a man leaving, I would have... looks like a Home Depot. A a Home Depot, some kind of hardware store. It looked like a Home Depot. It was brick and orange. And and he had bought a two-wheel dolly. He's taking it back to his vehicle. Yep. He has this two-wheel dolly in a buggy. Because, you know. Because it doesn't have wheels, apparently. Apparently. So I was just like, eh, funny picture. And I would have kept scrolling. But then I saw the comment from a boomer that said, uh, must have been a Trump supporter, LOL. And that's not what I took issue with. He could have been calling him a Biden supporter, and I still would have called this man a fucking idiot. See, the issue is... um. The boomers don't realize that they crippled this country, and they think it's funny. Through, so, in the 50s, in the 60s, and the 70s, even into the 80s, you had all these people voting and just trusting that our government was just doing what's best for us. No one was fact-checking the government. 
No one was asking questions. No, they left it up to our generation and the generation after us to figure out, wait a minute, I think we've been fucked. So for the past, you know, 50 years, y'all just been voting on shit going, oh, well, you know, lesser of two evils, lesser of two evils. You know, that is exactly, I have this debate with my mother a lot especially in the most recent election. Because every time I see something fucked up, like the rising gas prices. Yeah. Every time I see it, we're driving down the road. I pointed out to her, hey, two days ago, that was 20 cents cheaper. So thank the guy that you voted for. Yeah. And you know what her response is? What? I didn't vote for him. I voted against Trump. Which is better, better how? And I say, okay, did you vote Green Party? Did you vote Tea Party? Did you vote some independent party? Well, no. I mean, I voted for Biden, but I voted against Trump. No, you voted for Biden. Yeah, you you voted for Biden. See, I can... A vote is not against somebody. There is... We have... You can vote against somebody... Without voting for Joe Biden. Yeah. I could have, you could easily have voted third party and been like, I don't like either of these motherfuckers. Yeah. So I'm going to give my my vote to a third party candidate. Yeah. Um, you know, plain and simple, we live in Alabama. Yeah. If your vote is for anybody other than the Republican ticket, your vote is wasted. It's, it's not wasted. Because I will always tell people, vote your conscience. Yeah, vote your conscience, absolutely. But because of the Electoral College, Alabama, for as long as I can remember, has been a red state. Uh, nationally. Or, or actually, no. It used to be a blue state nationally. We've always been a, we've always been a Republican state um, state-wise. Yeah. We used to vote blue. It wasn't like maybe just like 20 years ago that Alabama started going red. See, like I said, as as far back as I can remember, because 20 years ago, I didn't give a shit about politics. I mean, I, I, mean, I kind of did a little bit, maybe. Not much. So, <laughs> yeah, you, I, that's, that's what I always catch. No, you voted for Biden. I don't care if you were voting for him to vote against Trump. You voted for Biden. But back to the old the old boomer thing. So you you've got all these super super old people, and they just they think it's funny. Yeah. When people are are doing dumb shit like that. Now, admittedly, this was a stupid photo, and the guy in the picture. You des- you deserve to be made fun of. Well, honestly, he, yes, he does deserve to make fun of, be made fun of, and two, he probably wasn't thinking about it. He was probably, probably just like threat in the buggy, and I mean, it's kind of along the same lines as the guy that's got the utility trailer behind his truck, and he's got the damn twelve to twenty foot long length of fucking lumber in the bed of his truck going into the utility trailer. Well, I bet he's taking his ass straight home. I, he'd have to because <laughs> if he has to go left or right, that wood's fucked. But the the reason I took issue with it is in with his particular comment is because what did you teach your children? 
that that's the question because the boomers didn't teach their children probably half the things they knew yeah which means that our parents who if you're an older millennial gen, generally speaking your your mo- your mother and father wouldn't be a boomer but some could be mine are so, yeah yours yes um but mine's not Technically, I don't think she would be old enough to be in the boomer generation. She's probably like at the tail end of it. Uh, she's she's not. She's like fifty. She'll be fifty eight this year. So she. I don't. I don't think. I think she's at the older end of Gen X. Maybe. She's either a tail end boomer or the older of the Gen Xers. Yeah. But so, you taught your children maybe half of what they you knew, which means that they couldn't teach their children, which are us, even half of what they knew. Yeah. Because they didn't know as much. Um, a lot of the things that I learned, I had to learn on my own. Yeah. Like how to discern fact from fiction. Yep. Uh, how to decide what a good source was. Yep. Um, I had to learn that on my own. Maybe not necessarily good, reliable. Re- yeah, reliable. Uh, I had to learn that on my own. Um a lot of the skills that I have now, I had to learn on my own. And you, you that their generation just blindly followed whatever government said. Hey, and this is the generation that grew up with TV. Yeah. They had TV. They only had three fucking channels. Yeah. But they grew up with and TV. And God forbid if the president was talking. They should have been watching it. They could have been fact-checking this motherfucker in real time. Yeah. Wait, I don't think that actually happened. But... They didn't, they always assumed that the government had their best interest in mind. Yeah. And that's never the case. The government has its best interest in mind. And you never questioned it. <clears throat> you never pushed back against it. You just assumed that somebody else would pick it up for you. Yeah. So now we are where we are at because you didn't do your job. Mm-hmm. And now you guys won't think it's funny and you want to make your stupid fucking jokes on the internet about the the way the country's going, no, you don't get to do that. No. Yeah. You get to sit down, shut the fuck up, and age the fuck out. Yep. I've got a rant. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is a little bit less serious. A little bit less serious. And uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the newest James Bond movie, No Time to Die. Pause um, now and go watch it and then come back. Well, I'm I'm, I'm giving them a minute. Okay, everybody that hasn't seen the movie has left now, so. (laughs) We hope. If you're still here and you haven't seen the movie. um, You're an idiot. Yeah, sorry about your luck. Maybe you just don't care. Um, So I'll get get the big spoiler alert out of the way. Bond dies. He do. Bond dies. But since Bond dies in this film, and it's not like a... Oh, he might be dead. There's a possibility. No, like you literally see him die. Like it's he on screen 100% is dead. He he didn't do the Joe Swanson? No, he didn't do the Joe Swanson. He's like, don't do all splode. But he did. (laughs) He he, he exploded. He he exploded. And and it wasn't no, don't do it. Like he he told him to do it. It's like when he, it's like when you're drunk, Uncle thinks you can't do something. You're like, I'm gonna do it, and he's like, No, you're not, and then you do it, and he's like, Well, fuck. Yeah, yeah. 
So, yeah, uh, James Bond dies. Um, all of you people that are out there bitching about uh, having a black or a female James Bond, they fucking did it in two, this one. They two birds with one stone, that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think MGM has confirmed my theory that James Bond, not just 007, but James Bond, the name, is actually a code name. Yeah, yeah. Actually, before we went on air, we sat here and, like, spitballed this idea for about 10 or 15 minutes. Well, the reason why I say that is because at the end of every James Bond movie, because, you know, all of the movies originally were based off of books that Ian Fleming wrote. Yeah. Dr. No, Casino Royale, um, Living Daylights. Mm Mm-hmm. License to Kill, all of those were Ian. I don't think Living Daylights was. Um, I'm sitting here. I'm actually looking at my Bond poster right now. <laughs> I was wondering what the fuck you were looking at. Um, I'm trying. <laughs> I was like, are the feds already fucking here? Shit. I can't see it from here. Does um, Living Daylights come after License to Kill on there? Well, fuck, I don't know. I don't know which one's which. I don't watch Bond. <laughs> I can't, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure uh, Living Daylights came after. And There's if like that's two motherfuckers on that poster I even recognize. And if that's the case, then License to Kill was the last movie that was made based on a Ian Fleming title. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so at the end of all of the movies, they always put the same message on screen, either just before or right after the end of the end credits. Yeah. James Bond will return. <laughs> not this time well no time to die daniel craig ran out of time and he died and he died he found the time to die <laughs> he, he penciled it in <laughs> and like it was kind of bittersweet because every bond movie has its own specific theme song yeah was this and one taps no <laughs> Uh, this Billy Eilish did this one actually. Oh, wow. Um, and I was actually a little bit impressed with it. I'm not a big fan of Billy Eilish, but I did like, I have not listened to enough of Billy Eilish music to make a determination about whether I like her or do not like her. Right. So yeah, she did a really good job with the song. I was, I was really impressed with it. Um, but most of them, especially the older ones. That theme song or some variation thereof exists throughout the entirety of the movie. Yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies, I think, was the first one to have its own separate. Like, it it had the Bond theme song for the movie, which was done by Sheryl Crow. Yeah. But then at the end of the movie, there was another, like, a secondary theme song called Surrender by K.D. Lang. Yeah. Yeah. Which I actually think the KD Lang song should have been the main theme song for the movie. So much better than what Cheryl Crow did. So in this one, they go back mm-hmm. to a previous from On Her Majesty's Secret Service. They used We Have All the Time in the World by um, Louis Armstrong. Yeah. Now, the reason why I say it's bittersweet, in On Her Majesty's Secret Service, James Bond gets married. Yeah. And then subsequently later on in the movie, his wife dies. You mean like five minutes later? 
Ah, oh, God, it's been so long. For one, I've only seen it one time. Yeah. And I was probably like 10 years old when I watched it. Yeah. So I don't remember that much about it. But I do remember um, We Have All the Time in the World was the theme song for it. And even though Billie Eilish did No Time to Die for the movie, the recurring theme throughout the movie was We Have All the Time in the World. Yeah. So... That should have been a hint right there. Kind of like some some foreshadowing almost. And then, uh, so like, as the credits are rolling, they're playing We Have All the Time in the World. I will be the first one to admit, I cried like a bitch. You would? I don't fucking care. I cried like a bitch. James Bond just died. After finding out that the woman that he saved and her five-year-old child, it was actually his five-year-old child with her. Yeah. Like, finds out literally seconds before his ass gets blown up that it's his kid. It's like, hey, you got a kid. Now you're dead. Yeah. And then we have all the time in the world is playing. I, I, I cried like a bitch, and I don't care. Yeah, I just, I've never been a Bond fan. It's not not been my thing. Watch the newer ones, the Daniel Craig's, and then just kind of work your way back. I just I don't know that I could because I'm I'm not a, I'm not a huge Pierce Brosnan fan. I mean, I'm not a huge Timothy Dalton fan. I don't watch the Timothy Dalton Bond movies. Um I like Sean Connery but only in certain things. So You would like Sean Connery as James Bond. So it's like hit or miss on whether I'd actually like that. Although the Sean Connery <laughs> Bond was a little bit rapey. A, a little bit. <laughs> like Family Guy hit the nail on the head with that one. Yeah. Uh, can, can we talk about how, like, the the film title... This is a different movie franchise, by the way. Can we talk about how the, the, the film title, A Good Day to Die Hard, would have been a perfect Viagra commercial? Just saying. Mwah, 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 mwah. It, it would have been fantastic. <laughs> You can't womp, 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 and then laugh. That's not how that works. You can do one or the other. You can't do both. Oh, my God. Oh, like. Seriously, seriously. Start with the newer ones. Start with the Daniel Craigs. Definitely start off with Casino Royale. I think it's on Netflix right now. Because Casino Royale is how Bond gets his double O license. Yeah, sure. Just killing people. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like you know, you know how you have what you have to do to get the double O license. Like, uh, I I know that's the license to kill. Yeah, Does it have to do with confirmed kills. Yes, you have to have two confirmed kills. Two confirmed kills. That's I assumed just based off the number. Yeah. Um. But yeah, see, I was like putting shit together. Like when you were talking about your theory, I was like fucking spider webbing shit together for movies I've never even watched before. And I was like, so it works like this because of this thing. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. Like letting it go. That's that's what the double O represents is two confirmed kills. They're zeroed out. Zero, zero. Yeah. And yeah, so like I said, MGM I think has pretty much confirmed that my theory that James Bond itself is a code name. So you think they'll make any more Bond movies? I mean, with, with the female, with the female lead, I, you know, like a I, sole female-led Bond. I don't know because, don't get me wrong, she was a badass. Yeah. Um, 
but I don't it just I don't think it would be the same. Like so I saw let me see if I can get back to it. All right, get back to um, it. a friend of mine a friend of ours, a friend of the shows, as a matter of fact, Donnie J. The guy that was filling in for you in yeah. your absence. Um he shared this post. Uh let's see here. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, I'm going to have to scroll back a minute because it's been a while since since I saw this. And he's not one of those that posts like multiple things like a hundred times a day. Ah, here we go. It says, who should be the next James Bond? And it has 10 people on here. Yeah. First one, Idris Elba or Idris Elba. Whatever his name is. Oh, that would be that would actually be kind of cool. Uh, next one is Roger Jean Page. Have no idea who the fuck he is. Um, next one is Daniel Kaluuya. Again, no, no, no idea who he is. Next one is Michael B. Jordan. Dude, he's good. I like him in damn near everything. I don't know if I could see him as a Bond though. He's got a movie right now on Amazon Prime. Um, give me a second. I'll look it up, and you should check it out. But you continue your thing. The next one is Beat. Beat? Beat. Beat. I'll show you the guy's picture, and then you'll know who he is. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And then Cillian Murphy. I have no idea who that is. Oh, you know who he is. No, no, I don't. Um, he played uh, Scarecrow in Batman. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I could see him as a Bond, though. Um, Tom Holland. I'm saying no on no. Tom Holland. He's just too young. Uh, he, he For one, he, he's too young. I mean, he, he's British, so it works. Yeah. But he's too young. No. Yeah, way too young. Like I, That's why I was okay with them casting him as like Nathan Drake. Because it's supposed to be a younger. It's supposed to be yeah. a younger Nathan Drake. So I was like, okay, that makes kind of sense. But no, he couldn't be a Bond. Especially if we've established that old-ass Daniel Craig <laughs> didn't get his double O status until he was old-ass Daniel Craig. Uh, let's see here. Chris Hemsworth. Mm, I don't know how that Australian accent is going to play as a British accent. But he wouldn't be a bad choice. Like, he can carry a franchise. Michael Fassbender. I like that. That'd be kind of cool. That'd My, be interesting. And then the last one is Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom, dude, Tom Hardy's a bad motherfucker. My choice comes down to either Michael Fassbender or Tom Hardy. And uh, before the fucking race baiters out there have anything to say about it, no, it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm omitting the other five. I think Idris or Idris, whatever the fuck his name that is. That would be an interesting movie with th- Idris Elba or Michael B. Jordan. I think Idris Elba could do a fantastic job. But along the same line as Tom Holland's too young, I think Michael B. Jordan might be a little too young. Yes. But Idris Elba, that man, that would probably be pretty cool. Um, another thing, the guy that plays Q in the Daniel Craig Bonds um, has decided that he has, he's stepping aside. 
Oh, wow. That's yeah. interesting. He's, you know, his his contract is fulfilled. Oh, well, and, and the reason I was telling you that Michael B. Jordan movie, you like Tom Clancy, don't you? Yeah. It's a Tom Clancy movie. It's what is Tom, it? It's uh, called Without Remorse. I've read the book. Yeah. And Michael B. Jordan plays the Navy SEAL in that movie. Okay. And it's, I watched it like a couple weeks ago. It's pretty fucking good. Um, so, yeah, out of this list of individuals, my personal choice would be either Michael Fassbender or Tom Hardy. Those would be two good choices. Uh, I would say probably Tom Hardy over Michael Fassbender. <sighs> because, like, here's why. Like, okay, so we've had all the refined Bonds. Mm-hmm. I'd like to, if I was going to watch one, I'd kind of like to see a rough around the edges bond. Daniel Craig was definitely a rough around the edges. Kind of like, you know how they had to do in uh, Kingsman? They had to like kind of polish up Eggsy. Kind of chisel away the and, rough spots. And, and kind of make him more of a gentleman. Yeah. I'd kind of like to, see, I, that would be a bond movie I could probably get into. I still think Michael Fassbender could fit that role though. I don't know, like, cause, Tom Hardy's just got that, like, rough-and-tumble attitude. Like, he would much rather not try to figure out a really diplomatic way to do this, just go in there and start punching motherfuckers. Michael Fassbender can play that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but it's, it's I don't know. With, with younger actors like Michael B. Jordan, yeah, I don't think he could do it. Yeah, Tom Holland, no. Michael B. Jordan, no. It was hard enough to just suspend dis- disbelief and think that he was a Navy SEAL. Um, not not because I, I, I just, he's... You can join the SEAL program at 17. Like, you can do it. But you usually don't. M- most of them usually don't pass. Yeah. Um, beat? N- no. No. <laughs> no. I think he was in there just as a joke. Yeah, I think that was just, you know, somebody trolling. Um, <laughs> like, in, <sighs> he reminds me, which it may even be the guy. Who? Um, How about Beetlejuice? No, 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 no. Uh, Talking about the guy from Scary Movie? Yeah, this <laughs> is your brain on drugs. <laughs> like, oh, shit, son. Yeah, I, yeah, that's him. That Yes. His name is, Be- they, he's, they credit him as Beetlejuice. Yes. That's him. <clears throat> they just shortened it to Beat right there, but it's Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah. He's been um, on Howard Stern like five Howard, times. Yeah, Howard Stern's Whack Pack, um, Scary Movie 2. <coughs> like, you know, that's, yeah, that, that's him. And, and and someone is suggesting him as a Bond. No, I just don't think that would be good at all. I don't, I don't like, no. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. No, but like, I could, like, Idris Elba would be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I could see Idris Elba, yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> no, sir. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah, like, no. no, just... no like, we're more James Bond than he is. <laughs> oh, God. I remember. And, yes, there is more content to the show. Don't worry. We'll get there eventually. Um I remember when we were in high school. Yeah. Um, you remember our computer lab teacher, names aside, yeah. um, our computer lab teacher, she was in charge of the uh, pageant calendar thing. Uh, calendar girl? Yeah, calendar girl thing. There you yeah. go. Thank you. <laughs> that thing. Yeah. You know, the, you know, the, yeah, the thing. The thing. <laughs> um, 
we, I don't remember how we got on topic, but she actually came to me about doing a James Bond themed calendar girl one year. That would have been interesting. And like, I would, she, she had it all laid out. Like I was going to be the host. I was going to be James Bond. Yeah. They were going to get me a tuxedo and all this shit. And then all of the girls for the, uh, the pageant were going to be, we're going to be Bond girls. Yeah. I don't think we could have had one out there named Pussy Galore. Oh, that'd have been fantastic. <laughs> no, all their names would have been Cunty McCunnerson because everyone that was ever in Calendar Girl for the most part was pretty much a cunt. Um, but yeah, like they were, like she had this shit. Oh, what the fuck are you doing? It's like my mic keeps dropping and and it's like, not that, it's like when I'm talking, it's like gets quieter and then it, comes back it's weird that's why i wiggled the connection to make sure everything was good yeah no the connection's good i had the i had the levels turned down a little bit which can cause that yeah it was just it was being weird in my ear i didn't like it um but yeah she actually came to me with that one year and i think the reason why is because we were sitting in class and i had um had a cd that had all of the bond movie theme songs on it up to that year yeah um yeah i was that guy (laughs) yeah you were I still, I swear to God, I still swear it to this day. If I ever own a 1964 Aston Martin DB5, excuse me, Aston Martin DB5, the only music being played in that car is going to be James Bond theme songs. Yeah, you say that until you get tired of that, and you're like, all right, let me get nope, you. you're gonna be like disturbed. Nope, you're a fucking nope. liar. Nope. You're a liar. James Bond theme songs only. I used to say the OG James Bond theme song, the da 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 that was going to be the only thing played in that car. And I was like, okay, yeah, that would get tiring after a while. But, I mean, fuck, we're up to, like, 25, 26 movies now? It's it's a it's a large, expansive franchise. I mean, that's, that's like a two-disc set of, yeah. of music. But... I, you know, I actually got to help with the calendar girl one year, like I, like putting the calendar together. Right. <laughs> and I will not uh, divulge the name of the, the month that I worked on, the girl that I worked on with, but I, I put a specific picture on there. And uh, this particular girl's mother also worked at the school. And she oh, came, I know who you're talking about. And she came in there, and she was. I, there was a couple. You might not know. It could be either one, but uh, she was in my class. I'm pretty sure. Um, either your class or a year below you. I can't remember. But so the picture I put on there, her mom comes and looks at it. And she goes, "Oh, let's let's not use that calendar. Let's not use that picture." And I'm like, "Why not?" And she's like, "There's just um." There's a bit too much cleavage there. And I was like, um, well, here's the thing about cleavage. It sells fucking calendars. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nope, uh, wrong one. Sports Illustrated definitely got that right. I will message you the right one. If I can spell the last name without getting autocorrected. Hard <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, okay, yeah, her, yeah, she was uh, great after me. Yeah, I, I thought she might have been one year younger than you. But yeah, she was like, I don't want to use that picture because cleavage. I'm like, okay, but we're trying to sell calendars here, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, a little bit of cleavage. It's, I'm not, like, having her pull her nipples out. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I didn't take the picture. 
I just picked the picture to go on the month. Um, she walked around school showing more cleavage than what she had in that fucking dress for the calendar girl. It wasn't. It wasn't a dress though, because we do the the calendar girl um, actual calendar were mostly casual shots. Like they would go out and do some casual shots, and in this particular outfit you could just kind of see down her shirt a little bit and i'm like well i didn't take that picture i don't know who took those pictures but i didn't do that it was either olin mills or yeah who fuck who was the one that always did the fucking school pictures i cannot remember but russ, russ, it, it, his name was russ i believe austin yeah yeah uh, yeah russ austin but i didn't take the pictures i just chose a picture and was like well this one looks like a pretty good picture because, like, there was, like, I think I was given, like, four different choices. And it was, like, you know, pick one, put it on the month. And I was, like, okay. And I picked that one. And <laughs> too much cleavage. I'm, like, have you fucking seen a mag- Have you seen a fucking calendar recently? Like, th- these these girls should be in swimsuits, okay? <laughs> you want to sell them. That's how you do it. wonder if Google's still doing it. Yeah, it's still on there. Um <laughs> We were talking about the photographer's name. Yeah. And Ross popped in my head. And it got me thinking of friends. Oh, God. And then it got me thinking of something that I saw on Facebook the other day. Some of our listeners may have seen this. Some of some of, some of y'all may have not. Um, but I'm going to get you to do this. Mm-hmm. Go on Google. Uh-huh. Like, pull up your phone. Are you going to have me Google a skew? Pull up your phone. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Now Google Friends Ross. Okay. All right. You see the little couch in the right hand corner? Yeah, it's just touch. Yeah, it. hold yeah, hold it hold up to the microphone. And then touch the couch. Yeah, and then touch and then tap the couch. Oh Jesus. You got your volume turned up? All it does is uh Hold on, let me let me try that. Keep it! Okay, I, I don't think it's gonna pivot anymore. <laughs> yeah. Have okay. I, I know this one works on um all phones. If, if you go to Google, just Google the word askew. Um the other one doesn't work on um Android for some reason. You said askew? Yeah. As in A-S-K-E-W? Yeah, askew. Okay. Did it did it tilt your screen a little bit? Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, if you wanna if you ever want to fuck with somebody that has OCD, get them to Google the word askew. The other one that won't work on yours, uh, t- you can try it. Type in do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. Did anything happen? Uh, yeah, my screen just did a barrel roll. Yeah, it doesn't have it doesn't work on all Android devices for some reason, but it works on every iPhone. But yeah, you can type in like "do a barrel roll" and your whole screen will flip. Yeah, yeah, that's what it did. Uh, but yeah, if you have some, if you know somebody with OCD, have them Google the word "askew." It'll piss them off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, that's enough rabbit trails. There will be more. I'm sure there will. (laughs) Stacey Abrams.
Stacy Abrams. Yes. You know, the, the failed gubernatorial, gubernatorial. <laughs> You'll um, get it. I'll get there. <laughs> gubernatorial candidate for the state of Georgia. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, she's not, <laughs> she's not making much of a good case for herself. Um, Most and politicians don't. I'm going to get this article pulled up here because for some reason, like a day or two after I send you an article. It fucks off. Yeah. Like, no, the article is still there. It just won't let you fucking open the article. So I have to go to the website that I pulled this from. And I run. I run so far away. Couldn't get away. Because you didn't run far enough. As I'm waiting on this page to load, it's very weird when you hear singers from foreign countries that sing with their accent. Yeah, that's that's unusual. Like, usually everyone that sings adopts kind of like an American accent. Or at least a neutral accent. It's usually kind of more American. And I don't know why that is either. Unless they're singing, like, songs of their native tongue, and then yeah. in which case. Like, if a Russian sings the Russian national anthem, yeah. they're going to sound like a fucking Russian. But a lot of, like, people, like, on the like on the voice, yeah. like, like, Voice UK, when yeah. they start singing, they sound like us. Yeah. And I'm like, where'd your fucking accent go? Exactly. Like, it just goes away. But, like, that song um, is one, and I ran. Yeah. Or, um... 500 Miles by, uh, was it, The Pretenders? Yeah. That's another one. <sighs> but Stacey Abrams. This article is titled, Stacey Abrams gets her race card rejected, resorts to embarrassing apology for unmasked school photo. I'm sorry, do that again? Stacey Abrams gets her race card rejected, resorts to embarrassing apology <laughs> For unmasked school photo. Why? Wait. Okay. Um. I thought we only pulled out the race cards for the big thing. Why are we using them on trivial matters? When failed Democratic candidate for Georgia governor Stacey Abrams opened herself up to some richly deserved public ridicule last week by posting for a, or I'm sorry, by posing for a picture without a mask in a room full of masked school children, her staff lashed back by attacking the attackers as Republican racists. That's not how it works. It was as ineffective as it was embarrassing. And when the hits kept coming, even Abrams and her staff figured out that it wasn't going to fly. So she made things even worse. Yeah, politicians tend to do that. Now, before we get into how she made things worse, I'm going to scroll down here to the bottom of the article where this is at. So, her campaign manager, Lauren Grow Wargo. Sure. Maybe. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, in the aftermath of these pictures, so Stacey Abrams was at a school in Georgia yes. where apparently they are forcing students and faculty to wear masks. At? Well, in these photos... Stacey Abrams is seen sitting amongst a group of school children. All of them have masks, except for Stacey Abrams. Then in another photo, 
Stacey Abrams is posing with multiple school faculty members. Mm -hmm. All of them have masks, except for Stacey Abrams. Uh Uh-huh. So, rightfully so, many people started coming out criticizing her about it. And this is what Lauren Growargo had to say about it. It is shameful that our opponents are using a Black History Month reading event for Georgia children as the impetus for a false political attack. And it is pitiful and predictable that our opponents continue to look for opportunities to distract from their failed records when it comes to protecting public health during the pandemic. One of Stacy's opponents downplayed the virus while trading stock to profit off the pandemic after his private coronavirus briefings as a senator. Another of her opponents attacked mayors seeking to protect their citizens and has failed to expand access to Medicaid even as rural hospitals close. This pathetic, transparent, and silly attack is beneath anyone who claims he wants to lead Georgia. Okay. We're from Georgia. From Georgia. Black History Month had nothing to do with this. No. That shit could have happened in June. Yeah. Well, not June, because they would have been in school. But that shit could have happened in April. And or people September. And people would have still been like, yo, why you ain't wearing a mask? Well, how, how come students, little kitties, got to wear the mask? How come the teachers and the coaches and the principal got to wear a mask? What the fuck makes you so goddamn special? Um, It's because we live in a society that allows the elites to have rules for thee, but not for me. Yeah. Um, they don't have to follow the rules that we have to follow. You know, basing basing the idea around uh, Black History Month. It was a Black History Month event, and she's black, and y'all should just leave it alone. Uh, no, that's not how it fucking works. No, not even close. Not how it fucking works at all. So, when they realized that the race card wasn't working... I'm still going to get one of those, by the way. I, I need one. I want the white privilege card. I'm, I'm, well, I have that one. I'm going to get the race card, too. I, I don't need the race card. I can't play that. No, but if we get our token Blackbeard on the show, then... Ah, uh-huh, yes. Then. Blackbeard. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can get Idris Elba for that. <laughs> I'll send him a letter. He's got a pretty nice beard, man. Have you seen He, he does. It is like, pretty he dope. He can grow the fuck out of a beard. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll send his, uh, I'll send his camp a letter. Yeah. Um, his people will talk to our people. We'll do lunch. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Gotcha. Which, you know, you're my people. I'm your people. (laughs) He's not got a lot of people to talk to then. (laughs) He's talking to one of us either way. Yeah. So when that didn't work, well, Stacey Abrams comes out herself on CNN, of course. Well, yeah, naturally. And... She does an interview with Aaron Burnett, who, for lack of a better term, is reliably biased. Yes. And this is the comment that Abrams made. Protocols matter. Protecting our kids is the most important thing. And anything that can be perceived as undermining that is a mistake, and I apologize. Okay. 
I don't think she put as much emphasis as I did. I haven't seen the actual interview that she did with it. Um, but this was, this was what she said. She said, I approached the podium with my mask on. I followed the protocols. I told the kids I'm taking my mask off because I'm reading to kids who are listening remotely as well, and we were socially distanced, and the kids were socially distanced from me. But probably not each other. <laughs> and then the excitement after I finished, because it was so much fun working with those kids, I took a picture, and that was a mistake. Mm, I don't know. Are, are, are there actual pictures of her wearing the mask? Not that I've seen. Because until I see a picture of you wearing the mask, I'm going to assume you showed up without a mask, did the whole thing without a mask, and was pretty much like, hey, peasants, fuck you. I do what I want. Um, you know, here's the thing about it. Um, I'm talking into a microphone right now. Correct. I have a foam cover over my microphone. Could you stop masturbating the microphone? <laughs> there is a foam cover over the microphone. True. It's called a pop filter. Yeah. I even have somewhere. A legit pop filter? Yeah. Filler. Need filler. Uh, where's that Jeopardy theme? I'll just get that real quick. Oh. Uh, can I get it before he finds it? Oh, I think I can get it. Oh, I think I can get it. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It's 10 hours of it, too. Oh, there's an ad. Fuck, there's an ad. Oh, why is there always an ad? Holy shit. There's a fucking ad. Oh, He looks confused. He's, he's scratching his head. This is final jeopardy for him. He's not he's not sure. I don't think he wrote anything down. Yeah, he didn't write anything down. There's no way. Buckfutter! <laughs> Anal bum cover. <laughs> Whore semen. <laughs> the rapist. <laughs> no, that's therapist. I'll take S words for 400. <laughs> oh, God. I love Celebrity Jeopardy. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't find it. But <clears throat> imagine taking a pair of pantyhose, clamping it to the inside of a ring, and then holding it up over the microphone. Yeah. You see a lot of singers use them. Yeah. They're called pop filters. Yes. Wait, actually, what we have is windscreens. Yes, we have windscreens. Pop filters are designed for stopping the sounds that get blown into the microphone from P's and B's. And I'm doing that shit intentionally. And even with the foam windscreen, it's still... Yeah, it, it, it muffles it some. Um but not enough that you can't hear what I'm saying. Yeah. You can talk into a microphone. With a with, mask. With a mask on. You've basically just turned your mask into a pop filter. Yes. So actually, it would be better. Yes. To have a mask. So the only thing I could figure is maybe a student that was hard of hearing, being socially distanced, who relies on reading lips. 
I could see that if they had like uh, deaf children in the audience that read lips. Yeah, I could see her taking or or deaf children that were socially distanced. No, viewing Re- remotely. Yeah, remote. Yeah, um, I could see that, but still. Until I see a picture of you having worn the mask there, I'm going to assume you didn't have it at all, which I don't care if you wear a mask. I, I just don't because I don't wear a mask. Never yeah. going to. Um, but I think uh, we shouldn't be making anyone wear masks. I agree. So Walmart tried to make us wear masks. It didn't work. It didn't work. Uh, I'm going to continue not wearing a mask, and I'm going to continue telling people not to wear masks. Stop bending the knee for these fucking despots. Not, not even bending the knee. Stop being a scared little bitch. Yeah, it's bending the knee. It's people going, okay, I'll put the mask on. Two weeks to slow the curve, you say. Okay. We're in week, like, 40 of two weeks to slow the spread. Yeah. Actually, no. No, it's more than that. More like week 80. We're in, like, week 80 of two weeks to slow the spread. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, how'd that work? So, yeah, I'll not be wearing a mask. Uh, Nor will I. I'll not be getting locked down. No. I mean, you can tell me to stay home. <laughs> can I take my car keys? Stay home. I'm at your home. I would have to go home in order to stay there. Which, actually, right now, if, if the government came in and was like, we need everybody to stay home, I'd be like, fuck yes. <laughs> 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 Fucking, you got a deal, bitch. <laughs> you know, pay my bills? Good. Okay, cool. Oh, man. Speaking of bills, my taxes finally got approved. Cool. Only, you know, they say when you file your taxes, it's 24 to 48 hours uh-huh. before you get notification if they're accepted or rejected. Mm-hmm. So I waited the 24 to 48 hours. I filed last Sunday. Yeah. 24 to 48 hours. Check TurboTax. Mm-hmm. Taxes were still pending. Yeah. So I looked to see what to do from there. Well, if you've waited the 24 to 48 hours... They suggest you wait another 24 to 48 hours. Okay, so now we're at the, at the so now bare we're, minimum 72 hours. Yeah, bare minimum. Um, the 96-hour mark hits. Uh-huh. Tax is still pending. They, they want you to wait another 24 to 48? So I tried calling TurboTax yesterday. They're kind of like the IRS. You're not going to get anybody on the fucking phone. No, no, it's a, it's a tax service. So... Literally, like an hour after I tried to call TurboTax, I get a notification on my phone for an email. Check my email. What is this? TurboTax. Oh, my federal's been approved. Sweet. You get, you getting a lot back? I'm getting enough. You gonna, what are you, you going to do with it? That stuff. Like cool stuff? Like stuff. Like stuff? Like maybe stuff. Okay, I like maybe stuff. <laughs> yeah, we speak that language, y'all don't. Yeah. You don't know what stuff is, <laughs> but we do. I, ha- I yes, I do have plans for this money. Yeah, see, and, I I had and, plans. and the thing is, the plans for that money do not include stuff. So Aww. stuff will have to come out of whatever's left over from those plans. But but it should include stuff. Well, like I said, it, whatever is left over from what plans I do have with it. There won't, there won't be anything left over. Oh, there will be enough. Uh, you say that, but is there really? Well, I mean, that's provided the IRS doesn't realize that I still owed like $500 from last year. Well, they do now. <laughs> no one from the IRS is listening that to our you show. you know of. Someone from the NSA is listening to the show and going, 
Hey, Johnny over at the IRS. I know we hadn't talked in a minute, but uh, we need to have a chat. Oh, by the way, if any of our listeners are IRS agent, like work for the IRS, like a lower level person or work for the ATF, like a lower level person, tell your supervisors to kiss dick. Yeah. Like all the dick. All the dick. Like head to shaft. And every single one of them in the fucking world. Yeah, just all the dick. Yep. The little baby penises. The I fucking, did, uh, the, can't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Not those baby penises. I'm talking about the adult people with baby penises. <laughs> Have you seen that video? No, I haven't. Oh, there was a bit. Oh, this, this chick fucking ruined this man on fucking Facebook. No, okay, I got to hear this. <laughs> so, um, it, she's taking the video over her shoulder, and she's like, hey, you know, that's a felony, right? And he was like, what? And she's like, grown man touched a little kid's dick. He was out there taking a piss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> fucking ruined his ass. I was like, God. Oh, that is bad. <laughs> oh, God. That was, it, it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I was like, damn. <sighs> got him. Ouch. But yeah, you're, tell your supervisors to kiss all the dick. That kind of reminds me of what happened to AM at the football game <laughs> um, when he was pissing behind the bleachers. I, I don't remember this. Um, you, you don't remember hearing about that? No, I don't, I don't remember. So you know who AM is? Uh, duh. <laughs> um, he was apparently taking a piss behind the bleachers at a football game, uh-huh. and some girls that we know... Uh-huh. Saw him taking a piss. Uh-huh. And um Yeah, I I I don't think there's any level of cold that would have justified how small it was. Yeah. See, here's you know now here here's the double standard on that though. See, women don't like it when you talk shit about their body. They don't. They hate it. Like, but it's okay for them to talk shit about a man's body. Right. So that's a double standard there. So like I'm like, ah, eh, your titties are kind of small. You can get pissed about that, but then you're gonna turn around and be like, oh, but it's okay for you to be like, oh, you got a little dick. See, that's a double standard there. Yeah, but it's funny as fuck. <laughs> gonna lie, <laughs> not gonna lie. Uh, uh, oh man. You know how many times I pissed behind those bleachers? Like several. Yeah. Like, how do you get caught? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently he didn't go under the bleachers. Dude, that's the that was the move. Like you had to piss. You walked down the steps. That well, on the old bleachers, you can't do it with the new bleachers. You walked under the steps and you went up under there and you angled your way. You angled yourself in such a fashion that the people above you can't see your dick and the people walking by can't see your dick. Yeah, and it's mostly because you you shouldn't be at a football game just flashing your dick to everybody. <laughs> it, yeah, it's not because you don't care if people see it. <laughs> you yeah, you, you just shouldn't be waving it around. It's not like a fucking badge of honor. Like, hey, look at me. That's not a thing you should be doing. Unless you're Ron Jeremy. <sighs> Even then, still, <laughs> don't be don't be waving your dick around. Which, oh my god, do you know what I did yesterday? Okay, let's get off of this topic. Now. No, no. You know, you know, <laughs> so, I, I got off work early. Right, I knew that. Okay, so I, I went home. I was like, what the fuck am I gonna do today? I was like, I've not been on Prime Instant Video in forever. Okay. So I got on there. I was just scrolling around. And I was like, oh, Porky's. Oh, God. They had all three of the Porky's movies. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I spent a solid six hours of my life watching 80s movies about the 50s. 
Oh, God, it was so good. About dudes spying on chicks in the locker room. <laughs> so good. So good. It looked like some shit we would have done if we could have figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> there was just no way to do that at our school. No. Like, there was, well, by the time we got to high school, there was no more showering. Like, that yeah. wasn't, that wasn't yeah. a thing. But yet, well, no, by the time we got to high school, they'd already stopped this, but... Uh, when we were in elementary school, smoking underneath the water tower on campus was still a thing. Uh, yes. Yes, it was. They didn't stop that until like... Like 97, 98? Yeah, it was like late. Like we were almost in high school. I was damn near a smoker by the time they stopped that <laughs> shit. I still smoked on school campus. I didn't care. Yeah. 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 Whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Canane. The, 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 Canane. The, yeah, Canane. Canadians. Yeah. The truckers. <laughs> Cananes. <laughs> the old Canucks. Ooh. I don't give a fuck. Don't they have like a hockey team or something called the Canucks? Uh, yeah, they do. I think I'm pretty sure they do. So, I mean, it's not a... Uh, Pejorative? I guess, yeah. I think I'm using that word right. <laughs> Shit, I might need to look that up. <laughs> check that out we're just like, throwing words out there now we're just saying shit you said canane so oh well no it's expressing con- contempt or disapproval so kind of i guess maybe nah fuck it whatever so i, th- I think they do have a, a a team called the canucks so i mean it's, it's not a bigotrous term <laughs> fuck them <laughs> I, just, I, just, I don't care anymore i just don't fucking care what are you gonna do cancel me oh fuck buddy <laughs> ah fuck buddy am i gonna get canceled by the most polite people in the fucking world <laughs> oh my god which i don't think i sent you this one i may have not sure I'm double checking but it falls in line do 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 no i did not oh they do vancouver canucks ah okay all right i don't i don't feel bad for saying it now it says a canadian sometimes derogatory in u.s use (laughs) (laughs) i don't care (laughs) that's the words you were thinking of derogatory (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) oh that's fucking fantastic Oh, Trudeau, you bitch. <laughs> see, you can't see what we're looking at, but it's funny. Yeah. I'll describe it for you. It's a picture of just, it's a screen, screen grab from YouTube, some video of Justin Trudeau, and they paused it at just the right moment that the little play button in the center of the screen with the YouTube box around it. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like a Hitler's dash. Which, you know, it's funny because that's just some deceptive editing because when you pause on YouTube, it doesn't go black like that. Yeah. So they had to edit that to make it black. Yeah. But it's still fucking funny. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, they're still fucking clogging up all the shit. Yep. Did you see the bridge between Canada and Detroit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't going that way. And uh, you, you were talking about this before we started the show. Oh, you talking about the Harvard professor? Well, no, the the Canadian government trying to. Oh yeah, <laughs> so the Canadian government. So they already like 
made GoFundMe refund all the money. Uh-huh. Well, actually, no. They said, we're not going to disperse it. And GoFundMe was like, oh, fine. We'll just disperse it to approved charities. And then everybody was like, oh, really? Chargebacks is the thing. And they were like, you know what? Maybe we'll just automatically refund that shit because we don't have the money to cover the chargebacks. Yeah. <laughs> so then everybody was like, okay, we'll use Gibson Go. And so they were using a Gibson Go one. And the Canadian government said, well, we're not going to disperse those funds. You can't do this. We're freezing that money. And the owners of, you know, Gibson Go were like, uh, Daisy, if you do. Yeah, they were like that. <laughs> but uh, they were like, we're Americans. We'll do what we want. And that's the true American spirit. <laughs> Say when. Yeah, Doc Holliday got it right. Yeah. Like, that. that is the embodiment of the tr- the American spirit. We literally founded a whole fucking country because we were like, yeah, no, nah, we're going to do Fuck around and find out. We're, we're going to do what we want. And then the British, the British government was like, well, we don't like this. And we were like, well, we got six months. Sell your ass over here. We'll beat the shit out of you and send you back home. Yeah. And that's what happened. And I mean, the French helped. <laughs> Let's be honest. The French helped. Yeah, that was before they turned into a bunch of retreating pussies. Yeah. 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 They, they run away from conflict now. They do. But uh, we don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're the fuck around and find out nation. Dude, if ever a nation embodied fuck around and find out, it was this one. Much <laughs> to our goddamn detriment. <laughs> you know, And here's the thing about it. You know, the whole thing we... So... um. It was either today or yesterday. Um, government announced that they were evacuating the U.S. embassy in Kiev, Ukraine, which you know makes sense in preparation for this Russian invasion. Yeah, if Trump was in office, we wouldn't be having evacuating the embassy. We'd be having I'm your Huckleberry. So, but see, here's the problem. That that's a problem as well because. We shouldn't. Why are you doing that? Don't do that. That's that's not cool. He's just, he's just making noises to make noises at this point. But we should not be interfering in that. I don't care if Trump's the president, Biden, Reagan. We dig up Reagan, reanimate his fucking corpse. That would be <clears throat> dope as shit. Uh, I don't care. We should not be intervening. Because here's the reason why. You do realize that Ukraine was a part of the Soviet Union up until 1991. Yeah. When the Soviet Union fucking died. Yeah. If the Soviet Union hadn't died, the Ukraine would still be Russia light. Oh, yeah. So quit your fucking bitching. This is a family problem. Well. Let's let them handle their family shit. Like like I've said time and time again, we need to make sure our own grass is cut before we start talking to our neighbors about their yard. Th- no, this is, this is little brother pissed off at big brother. Going, I don't want to live with him. Sorry about your fucking luck. <laughs> whip his ass or live with him. Yeah. Those are your fucking options. If you can't whip his ass, I guess you're living with him. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, this is not our fight. It's not our problem. I don't care. If you're listening in the Ukraine and you speak English, which is possible. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry about your luck. It's, it's not our job to defend your borders. Yeah, no. That's your job. We don't even defend our own fucking borders. Why should we defend yours? That's true. <clears throat> that is true. Yeah. It's, it's not our problem. Fucking figure it out. So, 
And then you were talking about the the Harvard professor. <laughs> oh, she's stupid. <laughs> but she's from Harvard. Here's here's the thing. If this woman can say what she said as dumb as she said it, I think I got a chance of being a Harvard professor. I think I can do it. Because <laughs> she said some amazingly dumb shit. So in order to end the trucker protest, she wants to slash the tires drain out the gas, and arrest the truckers. Okay? Now, here's the thing. Did she say gas or did she say fuel? Uh, she said gas, but I think that's mostly because she's like, doesn't know that diesel's a thing. Everyone assumes that everything runs off gasoline. She, she, she probably drives an electric car. Yeah, but she said, I'm pretty sure she said gas in her, in her tweet. But still. Okay, so let's say we have slashed the tires, which by the way, Bad fucking idea. Bad fucking idea. Do you know how much pressure an 18-wheeler's fucking tires are under? Uh, not only that, um, I'm pretty sure they have run flats on them. No, 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 no. They went, went the, up. Not on the cabs, no, on the trailer. No, no not even on the cabs. When, when, a, when, they really? get, when they get a flat tire, it's fucking flat. And they pull over with a quickness because you don't want to be down the road with that big motherfucker. You will die. No, they don't have run flats. Um, but... Have you ever seen an 18-wheeler's tire blow? Uh, yeah. That shit doesn't go flat like a regular car. No, it literally explodes. It literally fucking blows. Maybe not quite that bad, (laughs) but still pretty bad. So if you take a knife and stab it into that tire, you're probably going to fucking die. Or at least get very injured. So, But let's say you've managed to figure out a way to safely slit the tires and drain out all the fuel, and you've arrested the truckers. Cool, now who's going to move the trucks? Because the truckers are the only ones that can drive them. Mm-hmm. Even if you get truckers to come in, they're like, okay, yeah, we'll move the trucks for you. Well, guess what? Now you got to refuel them and put new fucking tires on them. Every tire that was slashed now has to have a new tire put on it. So that's going to take even longer. Mm. Not to mention you've got to have keys to the ignition too. Like uh, if I'm if there I'm the are ways owner, around that. If I'm the owner of a truck and you cut my fuel line and you slash my tires and then you think you're going to oh, I will fix all that I will and straight up it, swallow my key. Yeah. (laughs) You can have back in three days. (laughs) If it takes you three days to have a bowel movement, there's something wrong. Uh, You just don't know you're going to get it on the first try. (laughs) X-lax, man. (laughs) I don't want that. No, bad. And then hand the key to them without cleaning it off. No, you don't want that thing coming out with a liquid diet. Woo. (laughs) Bad day. (laughs) But uh, no, so... Okay, you do all that, and now you still got to move the fucking truck. Yeah. And the tow companies have already said, we're not touching these trucks. So she's bitching because um, trade is down 28%. So we've lost 28% of the goods crossing the border. Yeah. You want to know why you've lost 28%? Who moves the fucking goods? The goddamn truckers. (laughs) You didn't lose 28% because they clogged it up you lost 28 percent because they stopped bringing the shit where are the socialists at on this you know you know normally when when workers stand up for their rights the socialists are all for it where are you at on this one like 
Why aren't the, the socialists of Canada going, hey, you know what? We don't agree with what they're saying, but they're a worker organization and they're standing up for their beliefs, so we kind of support them. Where's that at? No, no, nothing from the socialist? No, no, we need, we, we need the crickets thing. That's another thing we need to put on the soundboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> it's fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> y'all have brought this on yourselves. <coughs> yeah, you have. Now, we're going to get into our final topic here. The last in. <laughs> Save the best for last. It's the last Jedi. <sighs> The Department of Health and Human Services. <laughs> the Department of Crack and Crack Accessories. <laughs> um, recently, a grant was passed, um, and the White House swears up and down. Go ahead. Read this with a straight face. I fucking dare you. The White House swears up and down that there is no taxpayer funding for this program. Everything the government does is taxpayer funded. That's a lie in and of itself. Without tax money, the government can't exist. So, this program, uh-huh. the idea behind this program, um, oppo- opponents of the program are saying it's being used as a means to funnel uh, drugs and paraphernalia into poor communities. Mm-hmm. When I first saw this, I was reading an article on, you know, albeit as biased as they are, every news source is biased, Fox News. Yeah. And it was talking about government-funded crack pipes. Biden wants to push crack pipes into poor communities. I'm like, Okay, now that's a little bit extreme even for Fox. Like, that's a pretty out there claim. Yeah, it's a, like, that's, there There has to be some level of truth to this. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> so I found what they were talking about. And it is the Department of Health and Human Services Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration Fiscal Year 2022 Harm Reduction Program Grant. Uh-huh. Short title is Harm Reduction. Uh-huh. It's a modified announcement. Yep. Notice of funding opportunity number SP-22-001. And if we scroll down here to page eight. Uh Uh-huh. That's where the good stuff happens. Yeah. Um, Actually, I'm going to back it up a little bit. Page seven, right at the bottom of it. Required activities. Project implementation is expected to begin by the fourth month of the grant. These are the activities that every grant project must implement. Required activities must be reflected in the project narrative in Section 5 of this NOFO. Grant funds must be used primarily to support the following required harm reduction activities. Now, again, required activities. Grant funds must be used primarily to support the following required harm reduction activities. Assess organizational readiness and create a strategic action plan based upon identified strengths 
gaps, including those related to social. <clears throat> I had to zoom in a little bit. It's small print. Uh, including those related to social determinants of health and opportunities for capacity development required to implement an evidence-based harm reduction program at the service delivery and organizational levels. This strategic action plan should be developed by the midpoint of year one and will be supported by the Harm Reduction TA Center. Uh Sounds pretty good so far. You know, using taxpayer money to... Reduce harm. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good thing. Next one. Develop a sustainability plan to ensure that harm reduction program elements are continued after the grant period ends. This could include collaboration with community partners to share resources or a cost-sharing element. Yeah, working, working with the community after the program ends to make sure that what they're trying to do continues. What the fuck are you showing me? Just read it. Uh, now you may continue yeah but like i said you know working with the community after the program ends to make sure that what they're trying to implement continues Uh Uh, yeah yeah yeah. yeah. worthy cause gonna skip a couple of these here establish processes protocols mechanisms for referral to treatment and recovery support services, referral to treatment for infectious diseases such as HIV, STIs, and viral hepatitis. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fun, funding for more research into HIV and hep and all that. Yeah, sure. That, uh, again, a noble cause. Yeah, sir. <sighs> Designate staff, example, program coordinator and or program evaluator to provide program design, implementation, and evaluation to meet grant program and reporting requirements. Well, yeah, you got, you got to have designated people to run these programs, absolutely. And we're in a capitalistic society. Nobody works for free. Yeah, no, no. Uh, interns work for free. Well, that they kind of have to. But... Here's where it gets really interesting. Now, remember, again, this is required under the program. Grant funding has to be used for this. Must be used for this. Mm -hmm. Purchase equipment and supplies to enhance harm reduction efforts, such as harm reduction vending machines, including stock for machines. Well, what's a harm reduction vending machine? And what would they stock it with? I have to relight my cigarette. Okay. My cigarette's always lit. Your cigarette's electronic. So is your other one. That's true. Well, some of these items include infectious disease testing kits. Okay, yeah. For HIV, HBV, HCV, etc. Well, that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Medica- uh yeah, medication lock boxes. Yeah, yeah you yeah, know, got to yeah. keep got to keep the meds locked up. Can't be having the little kitties getting into them thinking they're skittles. Yeah, that's that's probably bad. FDA approved overdose reversal medication. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Like Narcan? Yeah, I can see that. Mm. 
Safe sex kits, including prep resources and condoms. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Safe smoking kits and supplies. What, what what's in that? What's in that guy? Hmm. Well, before we get into what's in the safe smoking kit, let me finish the rest of these items. Screening for infectious diseases, HIV, STIs, viral hep, stuff like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Sharps disposal and medication disposal kits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Substance test kits, including test strips for fentanyl and other synthetic drugs. Well, yeah. I want to make sure my meth doesn't have any fentanyl in it. Syringes to prevent and control the spread of infectious diseases. Mm-hmm. Vaccination services for Hep A and Hep B. Uh-huh. And wound care management supplies. Yeah, okay, yeah. Substance test kits, including test strips for fentanyl and other synthetic drugs. And syringes to prevent and control the spread of infectious diseases. hmm yeah. Yo, man. Let's cook up this heroin and shoot it up, man. Fuck, we only got one needle. Hey, Jimmy, go down to the corner and hit up the vending machine and get us some more needles, man. We got to be safe about this shit. So, like, if you hit, like, B5 and, like, your needle gets stuck, what happens? Do you shake the machine? Right. right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Two needles for the price of one. Uh, Okay, so... My issue with any of this, first and foremost, I don't care what community you put it in. I don't care if it's uh, a more impoverished community or a ritzy upscale community. Have we done step one yet? And step one would be to decriminalize all of these substances. And, And here's why. Because if you go to this little corner place, let's say you go to this little place and you're like hey I, I need some syringes you know i do the heroines and they give you the syringes and you put heroin in them guess what that's paraphernalia and if you get stopped by a cop with paraphernalia you're going to prison so without step one step two doesn't reduce harm it creates more harm so i have this article here from usa today and it says, what's inside a safe smoking kit to stop opioid overdose? No, it's not a crack pipe. It's probably a meth pipe then. The Biden administration is doling out $30 million worth of grant money to communities across the country to confront the overdose epidemic, which has been exacerbated by the COVID pandemic. Fuck, man. Stuck here at home. What am I going to do, man? More drugs. More drugs. <laughs> do so many drugs, <laughs> I become a drug. The funding, which was announced and open for applications in December, is meant to increase access to harm reduction services, preventing overdose deaths, and minimizing health risks associated with drug use. The plan has been met with controversy with conservative outlets criticizing the distribution of (laughs) safe smoking kits and supplies, which they claimed was tantamount to handing out crack pipes to the public. 
<laughs> they were never a part of the kit. It was inaccurate reporting, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said in a pre- briefing on Wednesday. We don't support federal funding, indirect or direct, for pipes. Well, yeah, you proved that when you shut down the fucking pipeline. Yeah, but you do support, through government means, drugs. Uh, Not just that. I mean, the CIA is a thing. Yeah. A safe smoking kit may contain alcohol swabs, lip balm, and other materials. That's literally what it says. Alcohol swabs, lip balm, and other materials to promote hygiene and reduce the transmission of diseases like HIV and hepatitis. That's not how lip balm um, works. I don't think. I don't. I don't think an alcohol swab is going to kill HIV. <sighs> See, here's the thing about HIV: um, unless you have like an open cut in your mouth, you can't. You would have to drink like a gallon of someone's saliva to get yeah. HIV. The kit is part of the harm reduction grant program offered by the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. The program's purpose is to help Americans struggling with substance abuse avoid overdose death. I'm all for that. You know, here's the thing about it. Plain and simple, as it stands right now, illicit drugs are illegal. Yes. Illicit drugs. Methamphetamine, heroin, coke. Marijuana is illegal. In Alabama. No, nationally, it's still illegal. We've not decriminalized that. We've not made it legal nationally. So at the federal level, marijuana is still Schedule 1. Well, be that as it may. So, despite the fact that these are all illegal substances, Uh people still fucking get them. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Kind of goes back to the whole gun argument. Well, if we uh, make this illegal and make that illegal, people will still fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty pretty, pretty much the thing that's going to happen. Like I pointed out last week in the talk about ATF, I, I, don't, I, I don't know the last time I walked into Walmart and saw a Kia Colombian Bam Bam on the shelf. <sighs> they were sold out, I think. That yeah, might have been. Yeah, Gotta get your yeah yeah from somewhere else. Yeah. I don't care if people do drugs. If you snort a line of coke, that's your business. Damn right, it's my business. I don't do drugs. Well, don't look at me like that. You said that with an almost straight face. <laughs> I have only ever done marijuana. And nicotine. Nicotine's not an illicit drug. No, but it is a drug. It is a drug, yes, but it's not illicit. We're talking about illicit substances. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's better. So. Did you inhale or did you pull a Bill Clinton? You did inhale. Oh, I fucking inhaled like a champ. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> At least you're not lying about that part. I don't have virgin lungs. No, I wouldn't imagine. <laughs> I've smoked pot. Yeah. Plain and simple. Me too. I know I know some really, really awesome people, upstanding citizens of the community that have smoked pot. Yeah, I'm not one of those. No, no. <laughs> I'm not one of those people. Um, I don't think pot is a gateway drug. No. I think it's a gateway to the refrigerator. 
Yes. Like it will have you digging out leftovers that you forgot were in there. Yeah. Then you'll need a test strip for bacteria because you might die. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck, man. Salmonella is no fun. See, my go-to was Funyuns. Oh, that's my go-to. Funyuns. Dude, Funyuns in a Mountain Dew. Dude, when you're high as shit, that shit is it's gourmet. It's like Gordon Ramsay made that shit. (laughs) Last time I smoked it, it's been um, probably about two years ago. Me and Mom smoked together. This one time. There you go. Putting her business on the internet. I'll see how you like to do. <laughs> I mean, you know what? She's diabetic. She's got neuropathy. She was she was looking for an alternative medicine. I got glaucoma, so here we are. I don't really have glaucoma. <laughs> That's what I tell the cops. <laughs> I got glaucoma. <laughs> it's, a, it's a nine millimeter in the backseat. Yeah. Glaucoma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got my glaucoma. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, no. So uh, we smoked it. She took like four hits off of it and she was done. Uh huh. Fuck, there's still half a J here. <laughs> it's mine now. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> Fucking buried the roach. I was setting up my home theater, my projector, and all that shit. Uh huh. I had just finished hanging the blackout curtains. And I start looking around the room and I'm going. I need to clean up down here. That doesn't go there. I'm going to put that where it goes. Like, I'm I'm having this internal monologue. <laughs> it do be like that sometimes. <laughs> and I was so fucking lethargic while I was cleaning up. And when I got done cleaning, everything was where it goes. I look around. I like it. Now I'm going to enjoy my home theater. You know what the very first thing I was that I watched on my home theater? Half-baked. Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Damn, I was close. While I was eating a pint of Ben and Jerry's chocolate chip cookie dough. Jesus, you were like all the high. <laughs> you didn't save any high for anybody else. Keith Richards would have been impressed. <laughs> See, okay, my thing about it is, is I... Th- Drugs, okay? Yes, you can become addicted to them. Yes. That is a thing. Um, Anybody that says they're addicted to marijuana is a fucking liar. Yeah, because I can literally count on one hand the number of times I have smoked pot in my entire life. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) If I strip down butt naked, I can count to 21, and that number's still too low. (laughs) What he really means is 23. You can count to 23. (laughs) Technically 25. Cause <laughs> Unless you're Lance Armstrong. Yeah, oh. oh. <laughs> okay. But, or Tom Green. Oh. But so uh, that's, that's I, I was I'm a lot more than that. I have s- smoked the marijuanas. Uh, it is not addictive. The devil's lettuce. The old electric cabbage. Um, it's not addictive. Um, but, you know, cocaine, heroin, meth, these things are. But... As a liberty-minded individual, I realize that people are willing to take certain risks mm-hmm. with their own bodies yep. to do things they want to do. Yeah, Addiction isn't always a disease. Sometimes addiction is a choice. Yes. Um, some people choose to do the drugs. Some people do choose to do drugs over hanging out with their friends. It yeah. is a thing. Uh, in some cases, addiction is a disease. Yeah, but not all the time. It's not, it's not always the case. 
my issue here is all drugs should be decriminalized because as an adult, you should be free to make that choice. Okay. If you want to do heroin, you should be free to do heroin. Now, do I want you to come in, uh, you know, shoot up some black tar heroin and hop on a fucking forklift at work? No. Fuck. No, I don't. But. And that and that's the thing about it. Even if they do decriminalize it, we're in a capitalist society. Yeah. And employers still reserve the right in most cases to deny employment, <laughs> hire, fire at free will, so on and so forth. Um, no. Around uh, here. In, in, in right to work states, yes. Yes. Uh, most states are not right to work. So. Um, mo- most places are, I think it's called at will employment or something like it, that. Yeah. Um, so in a lot of places you are contractually obligated to work a certain amount of time. Um, but it should be decriminalized. Um, now you shouldn't be able to do, like I said, you shouldn't be able to do black tar heroin or rail four lines of Coke and go jump on a fucking backhoe or a forklift, you know, things that can kill people. Yeah. Uh, but in the privacy of your own home. Now, granted that hole is going to get dug a hell of a lot faster. Not on the heroin. No, on, <laughs> no on the Coke. Cause he's going to fall asleep. <laughs> um, but, uh, or on the meth. Yeah, definitely <laughs> on the meth. But in the privacy of your own home, if you want to do drugs, you should be allowed to. It shouldn't be an issue. And I think that if there wasn't a stigma around, oh, this is illegal, we wouldn't have such an addiction problem. Because people are like, oh, i got to be secretive. I can't let people know I'm addicted to a drug. And they won't go get help. So you decriminalize it. I bet you the number of ODs goes down. Because people... Because people won't be afraid to take their friends to the hospitals. Mm, I actually, I, I think it's kind of like the stock market with a new business startup. I think the number of ODs at first would rise. I, I don't think it would. Just because you would have those jackasses going, fuck yeah, I can buy all the fucking coke I want and I don't have to worry about it. Fucking Tony Montana, bitch. Yeah, um, there there's those people that probably would. But I can't remember what country. There was a certain country, I won't say in South America, that decriminalized. Actually, they didn't decriminalize. They made them all legal. They were like, all drugs, I don't care what the drug is, it's fucking legal. You know what happened? Uh, Crime went down. Um, Teen addiction went down. Well, yeah, crime went down because I'm (laughs) sure probably 80% of their crime was fucking drug related. Well, now that it's legal, it's no longer a fucking crime. But crime went down. Um, Teen addiction went down. Uh, overdoses went down because, okay, so you're at a party with your friends. You're 17 years old. You're at a party with your friends, and you're trying drugs for the first time, and your buddy ODs. Right. You, you driving that motherfucker to the hospital? Fuck no. I'm going over to Lance's house, and we're going to fucking Pulp Fiction his ass. Uh, yeah, if you have adrenaline. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. A, a lot of kids, they're like, we're not taking them to the hospital. We don't want to get in trouble. We don't want to get caught. You decriminalize and legalize a lot of them, and you don't have that stigma anymore. And now kids can be like, oh, shit, uh, dude, Timmy's fucked up. We got to get him to the hospital. And so then ODs go down. Or at least they're, you can save more lives that way. See, here's the thing about it. If it was like like cocaine, for example, yeah, comes from a natural source. Yeah, the coca plant. Yeah. Marijuana comes from a natural source yeah 
Methamphetamine is cooked in Billy Bob's basement. Not all the time. Um, or in his boathouse. Adderall is a thing. Adderall is a thing, yes, but there is more to methamphetamine than just fucking Adderall. Adderall is basically legalized methamphetamine. <laughs> it, it really is. If you don't have ADHD and you take an Adderall, it's going to be like you did all the meth. Fucking, I'm ref- I'm referring to like, okay, you know you know where Matheny's Bridge is. Uh, yeah, I camped there for like a long time. So you know as well as I do that area surrounding Matheny's Bridge is a fucking meth supply dump site. Yes, I am well aware of that. I was with my church youth youth group. <coughs> we went out there, spent a week out there cleaning up. Yeah. First day we were out there, right off of the fucking side of the road, we found about six or seven five-gallon jugs of acetone. Yeah. All of them empty. Yeah. Next day we come out there, we find a 55-gallon trash bag filled as much as they could get it with strikers off of Maxbox, matchbooks. Yep. Like, <laughs> let's don't throw any more ingredients out there. <laughs> yeah, so <say that>. bad. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I just I, I think that adults should be able to decide what they want to put in their bodies. See, here's the thing: it, if it's a naturally occurring thing, marijuana, cocaine, and people want to fucking do it. Go ahead. I don't fucking care. It doesn't bother me one damn bit. I, I don't care if it's naturally occurring or not. If it's something that has to get cooked in somebody's basement, cut with fucking acetone and using the fucking sulfur off of the fucking matchbooks and all that other shit. Mm-hmm. No. So, so then you're anti-vax. Because those are drugs that are not naturally occurring. I mean, I don't get a flu vaccine. I'm not vaccinated against COVID. No, but you've had other vaccines. Yeah, when I was a fucking baby. But that's not a drug that's naturally occurring, though. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, there's, yeah, there's, but when I was, there's, there's when, a hole in your argument here. When I was eight months old, I didn't have the cognitive ability to be able to argue and say, no, I don't fucking want it. I, d- I don't care if it's naturally occurring or not. If you're an adult... You can make it. You can make decisions. Now, I mean, I, for one, it's definitely going to weed out the jackasses. Now, do I want people going out there and be like, "Hey, uh, meth illegal"? Hey, little Timmy, you want to do some fucking meth? No, but as an adult, if you're like, you know, kind of think I want to do some meth. Okay, give it a shot. If it doesn't kill you, you might like it. If it doesn't, then you might not like it. But, but that's your decision. It should, at the end of the day, it should be your decision on what you put in your body. Yeah. But you know, going back to the topic at hand, this this grant program. How they're from, definitely not supplying you with crack pipes. Yes. Because as, as I stated. Because they said so, damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, where was it at? Where was it at? Da, 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 da. To the left. Just go left a little bit. Ah, safe smoking kit may contain... Alcohol swabs, lip balm, <laughs> other materials to promote hygiene and reduce the transmission of diseases. You want to break down that other for us there, White House? Yeah, maybe list what 
every item is. Yeah, because other just could be anything. It could be crack pipes. It could be crack pipes. It could be meth pipes. It could be fucking DNA for fucking velociraptors. I don't fucking know what's in the other category. Right. But, uh, yeah, they're, like, they're definitely not giving out crack pipes. Um, you know, here's the, as it stands right now, they are still illegal substances. And they are using a federally funded, granted program. Mm-hmm. Well, federal government doesn't have their own money. No. They have our money. Well, they the the federal government can create money through two ways. They tax it, or we go to war and take it. Those well, we haven't taken anybody's money in a while, so. No. Uh, we actually left a shit ton of it in Afghanistan. Yeah, I still want a receipt for all of the shit that I bought that was left in Afghanistan. A uh, receipt? Hell, I want all the shit that I bought that was left in Afghanistan brought to my house. Um, I'm good for at least two M40 or two forties. <laughs> Can I get a couple of two forties? I mean, I'd be happy with a fucking Humvee and a fifty cal. See, you're just like oh, going big. I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, yo, let me get a couple of two forties and just drop. You ain't even got to knock on the door. Just, I'll find them. You just set them. <laughs> I've out got th- a ring camera. I'll know it's there. <laughs> just set them outside. I'll check my cameras and be like, all right, package has been delivered. And I'll go get my two forties, and you know everybody's fine. Everybody's happy. You're, so you're asking for a fucking fifty thousand dollar, no, hundred thousand dollar Humvee, and probably a fifteen to twenty thousand dollar fifty cal. Um, let's see here. Should have left the Jeopardy theme up. I had ten hours of it. But, you know, fair use and whatnot. Googling prices, are we? Yep. <clears throat> so, the unit cost for a high-mobility, multi-purpose wheeled vehicle, uh-huh. or Humvee, uh-huh. made by AM General. Yes. Unit cost, as of 2011, for an up-armored. Oh, you want the, you want the big boy. You want the one that stops the bullets? Yeah, I want the one that stops the bullets. Okay, two hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, so you're yeah now at, now let's look up the price of a two forty. <laughs> <laughs> See how my ask is like considerably less than your ask. Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing about it. You know, this is how the IRS works. I asked for a Humvee and a fifty cal. Well, we can't do a Humvee and a fifty cal, but you know, we'll give you a handful of fucking two forties and some M fours. All right, I'm cool with that. So you're just asking for two two forty. So now they're going to be like, "Well, we can't do that, but uh, we'll give you a Beretta M9." Yeah, I'd be like, "No, fuck that. I've got a Glock. It's better." <laughs> I'm like, "You can get me an M4. I'll take one M4." I mean, I'm not going to bitch about that. Like, if the government was like, "Here, you can have one M4 fully automatic weapon," I'd be like, "Fuck yes, I can. <laughs> Thank you." So, and I'll probably stop talking shit about you for at least a week. <laughs> um, yeah, no, like I said, these drugs are at this point in time are still illegal. Yeah. And they are using federal funds, aka our money, to help people with this. Actually, no. And not help people with this in a good way. No, what it sounds like to me is they're using 
taxpayer money to put more minorities in jail. Because as you stated, these substances are still illegal. Yes. So if you go to your local store or wherever these things are going to be located and get a safe smoking kit that may or may not come with a crack pipe, we don't know. One in every 100 comes with a crack pipe. (laughs) Or you go get a syringe and you put an illegal substance in said syringe and you're like, well, I'm not going to do this now. See, here's... Here's here's the way I see it going. The syringes, for example. Yeah. Because, you know, they're talking about also going to have sharps disposal and all that other stuff at yeah. these locations. <clears throat> well, I think the syringes are probably going to be, like, microchipped or serialized or something to their position in the vending machine. Yeah. So, say it's B5 to get a syringe. Okay. Well, let's see here. I got this card from the government in order to get one of these. Let me scan my card, B5, to get my syringe. Now I'm going to go home. I'm going to put my heroin in it. Shoot up my heroin. Yep. Well, conveniently enough, they got a sharps disposal. I'm going to just go up there and take my little needle and put it in that shirt because I'm going to be safe about it. Don't oh. want no little don't want no little kid picking up my needle off the ground. Yeah, yeah. That's the nicest drug addict ever. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then one of their funded workers from this program comes along and collects those sharps from that disposal unit once a week. Uh-huh. Well, let's just see what people have been doing here. Uh, we're gonna test this needle. Oh, there's heroin in here. Oh, who got this needle? Oh, Billy Bob from down the street scanned his card to get this needle. That's evidence enough right there that we can go have a chat with him. See, you're just putting way too much thought in the lab because let me tell you what's going to happen. The cops are going to know where the fucking Sharps disposals are at, and they're going to be like, well, slow not. You want to go hang out and run the Sharps disposal thing? <laughs> hey, you. Come here. What's in that needle? Nothing. Test. That's heroin. Get in the car. And now you're you're basically making it easier to put more minorities in prison. You know, because as I've already stated, this is they're they're looking to do this in the poor communities. Yeah. Think there's gonna be any locations around Birmingham might have some of these? Probably. If 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 it happens, we should go check it out. Uh, see, I don't go to Birmingham. It'd be worth the trip. I have this like thing about getting shot. I don't want to. We have body armor. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, don't you, be a pussy. You kind of get these looks when you're walking around in body armor. All. It only hurts for a second. No, I'm not worried about that. <laughs> it's gonna do its job. It's just the you know the. Why is this motherfucker wearing a vest? I'm like, what is he doing? Shit, wearing a vest. I'm wearing my fucking Kevlar with it, too. Like, he's wearing a vest, and he's carrying a gun. Hmm. And then the cops are going to get all question-asky, because that's the thing <laughs> they do. They, they, they like to ask questions. Yeah, but that works out in our favor, because then, we're white. And, and then I got to lie to a cop. But again, it works out in our favor, because we're white. That, is that like a privilege thing? I, yeah, that's the, you, um, I don't have my wallet on me, but yeah, that's the whole white privilege thing. Yeah, I, I, know, I seriously. We walk around in Birmingham wearing fucking 
full kit and body armor with fucking loaded guns, cops are going to be like, hey, you guys come here. What are y'all doing down here? If someone of another minority race were to be walking around Birmingham wearing full kit with fucking loaded guns, wouldn't be no questions asked. And you don't see a problem with that? I do see a problem with that, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I, I feel like there's going to be some questions I ask, and I'm going to have to lie to the cops. <laughs> I'm sorry, officer. I uh, I didn't know I couldn't do that. <laughs> but I did know. I did know I couldn't do that. <laughs> uh, and actually, no, we you can do that. You are legally allowed to do that. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about it. Um, legally speaking, I could walk into Walmart carrying a fucking AR-15 slung on my shoulder. Yeah, I'm going to call you a fucking douchebag, but yeah, you can do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm well within my legal rights to do so. Yeah. Well, again, douchebag, but yeah. still. Like, um, if I see someone with an AR-15, I'll be like, okay, <laughs> let's talk about this. <laughs> now, realistically speaking, there are some... Not so nice areas of Birmingham. And actually, I think uh, Walmart has changed that. I don't think you're allowed to open carry in Walmart anymore. I still do. I mean, I don't open carry anymore. I can still carry, but I don't. I'm still too fat for it. I think they, uh, you can just do an appendix. Get it below the gut. Yeah, you said I got that Dunlop disease. You got the Dunlop. Yeah, I got the furniture's disease. My chest doesn't drop into my drawers. You know, you got you know, at least you ain't got Dicky Do. <laughs> Dicky Do's bad. Oh man, but uh, you know that's like, like I said, there are some not so nice neighborhoods in Birmingham. Like all of them. And if I'm walking down the street wearing body armor in Birmingham. Cops are going to look at me. <laughs> it must be Tuesday. <laughs> you know, it would be t- it would be tantamount to be m- to me walking around Chicago. No, what it would be is like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, this is kind of like Iraq. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could see why a gentleman would wear body armor in Iraq. Yeah, um, <coughs> I mean that's that's that's. <laughs> That's that's just, I'm calling it like it is. Um, there are parts of Birmingham that I do not go to. Uh, kind of like the, you know, back in the day, there there were people that did not come up here on the mountain. It, when I'm driving south, like, because when, when, like when I go to Texas. Right. Uh, there's two ways I can go. I can go... Uh, I can go down 59 south mm-hmm. until I can't 59 no more, and then I take right. 20 until I can't 20 no more. Or I can go north through the outskirts of Memphis and go through Little Rock. Right. I usually go south. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even go through Birmingham driving. I fucking ride around that shit. Oh, you take the bypass and yep, go through and Hoover and... Right around it. <laughs> I'm like, what up? Mercedes-Benz drive. <laughs> yep. Let me, hit, let me just hit that shit. And yep. right around it, I just skipped all that bullshit traffic. No malfunction junction. Yep. Uh, I'm not getting shot at. No construction junction. Yeah, no construction. Uh, no no, no conjunction junction. <laughs> None of that shit. Just right What's around What's your it. malfunction? Yeah, the, a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of malfunctions <laughs> in Birmingham. But yeah, I just go right around it and... On into a fucking Tuscaloosa. And his name is John Cena! 
Well, well, that didn't seem appropriate. <laughs> I don't feel like John saying, I'm pretty sure he's from West Newberry, Massachusetts, not Birmingham, Alabama. But yeah, I'll skip Birmingham, go right into Tuscaloosa, and then on over into Mississippi. My mind's telling me no. And my body is also saying the same. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm the same way. I'd, I will not go through Birmingham. The only time I go into Birmingham is if I have to go to the VA hospital. Yeah, I don't have a reason to go there, so I just don't. Yeah. Which, I, mostly, I don't like bigger cities. Like, I, I hate Atlanta. I don't have a problem driving in bigger cities. It's I, not the driving. I just don't like big cities. Like, I don't have an issue. I can drive anywhere. I don't like big cities. I don't like Birmingham. I don't like Atlanta. I don't like Chattanooga, Memphis. Fuck all that shit. You know, Chattanooga fucking sucks because Chattanooga's got dead man's curve on the interstate. Yes. Four of them. Yes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, trying to go to the mall in Chattanooga... It's it's a bad time. Yeah. Um, I have never seen, you know, most interstates, they have curves and bends and everything because you just, you got to follow the topography of the land. Yeah. I've never seen a fucking S-curve on a fucking interstate. Yeah, it happens a lot. Let alone two of them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad. It, Within know. two miles of one another. You're talking about right after the split and you merge? Yes. And you're like, ah, God damn it. Yep. Yeah, and... It gets a little better once you get into, like, where you t- start taking the Atlanta exits to get to the mall. Yeah. It, it straightens out and gets better. Yeah, the 75 split. Yeah. Like you're going towards uh, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge. Yep. Going up towards Cleveland. It gets a little better, but, man, those first two suck. Yes. And, but I did find out that that big fucking curve, there was one time that, it, that was closed. Mm-hmm. And so you had to, like, detour through the ghetto. Yep. Which I didn't, I, it didn't bother me. It's whatever. It's fucking four streets over. So we t- we'd never taken that exit before. Never. And so I'm just like ballparking this shit. And, and so my buddy Eric takes that and he's like, well, where do I go now? I was like, uh, let's go down four streets, go up this street, and then we'll come back over. The, and it put us like four feet from the mall. And I was like, how the fuck did that work? <laughs> I literally pulled that out of my ass. So oh, from like man. then on, that was how we went to the mall. Yeah, we were just like boop 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 done. Yeah, um, not like I don't. I I like big cities going through them, just oh. because I like the scenery and everything. What fucking scenery? There's buildings. I love, I, yeah, I love looking at like the tall buildings and the skyscrapers. Yeah, I'm 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 more a fan of the woods. It's it's when I have to stop in those places because for some reason. I don't know why I have the shittiest fucking luck at this, but whenever I stop, especially in Atlanta, yeah, I swear to God, the interstate only cuts through the ghetto side of Atlanta. Yeah. Well, the, the interstate that stops. Like, <laughs> like when, you, when you get in stop and go traffic, it's, you're in the shitty part of town. Like, and every time I get into Atlanta and I have to stop, I make sure I don't have to stop in Atlanta now. I will stop outside of Atlanta. If I have half a tank of gas, I will stop outside of Atlanta and make sure I've got a full tank of gas. Well, I mean, like, so I lived in Wichita Falls, Texas. Right. Which sounds like a small town. It's not. Probably uh, about the size of Gadsden or. 
uh, square footage wise, it's the size of Gadsden. Um, population, population wise, about size, the size of Huntsville. Yeah, it's about Huntsville. So like 150, 200,000 people jam packed into the size of Gadsden. So that's a lot of motherfuckers living in a very small area. Yeah. So it is a it is a large city. It's about as big as I would want to go as far as living in a city. No. I wouldn't want to live in Chattanooga or anything like Which, that. Which I mean it's a suburb of Dallas, isn't it? No, it's three hours north of Dallas. Is it? Yeah, it's closer to the Oklahoma line. Oh. Okay. Like if you're in Wichita Falls, you go north through Burt Burnett, you're in Duval, Oklahoma in like twenty minutes. Okay. So it's 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 north. So you were buying smokes in Oklahoma a lot, weren't oh, you? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what up, cheaper tobacco prices? Because uh, of Indian reservations. Yeah, and they man, it's, it pissed me off because like, right, and I mean, just like right across the border, gambling is legal. Yep. <laughs> like you cross into fucking Oklahoma, you can go play slot machines. There's casinos up there, and we were going to like. There's two casinos. There's the Kiowa. And there's another one. I can't remember the name of that one. And on the way to the Kiowa Casino, you have to pass, like, three dispensaries. And I was like, fuck, man. (laughs) They got weed, too. Like, can we move to Oklahoma? Like, they got weed. They got gambling. Like, but I I quit going to the casinos. Um, It was just pointless. (laughs) See, I, last time I went to a casino, I went to a, uh, went to the one in Metropolis, Illinois. Yeah. Not a bad little place. It's right on the Ohio River. <coughs> and I don't do slot machines. I don't do any electronic device gambling. Yeah, you're going to lose. Yeah. It, it pays out like one in a thousand. Yeah. So I stick with card tables. Yeah, I couldn't afford to buy ins. Uh, they had a $5 blackjack table. Uh, the The cheapest blackjack table I saw at the Kiowa was like 25 bucks, And I'm like, I'm not sitting down... For 25 bucks a hand, no. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no, five bucks a hand, I'll do it. I walked up to this table with, I walked into the casino with like 40 bucks. Yeah. And I know typically, generally the rule of thumb, like with Vegas casinos, if you're going to play electronic machines, you play the ones closer towards the entrance. Yeah. Because those are set to pay out more. Uh-huh. Not necessarily pay out more money, but pay out more often. Yeah, to get people further into casino where they can take that money back. Yes. Thought this one was the same way. Nope. 20 bucks later, I ain't one shit. I'm like, nope. Blackjack table, where you at? Ah, here we go. Ooh, $5 a hand. Ooh, there's a seat. <coughs> yeah. like they, They've got like four or five blackjack tables in this casino. They run... One at $5 a hand, two or three at $10 a hand, and one at $20 a hand. Everybody goes to the $5 a hand. Oh, fuck yeah. So you literally have to wait for a seat to open up, and there was one available. Fuck yeah, I'm sitting my ass down. At the end of the fucking dealing row, I'm the very last fucking player. And that's where I would want to be. That's it. That's where I pre- either first or last. Yeah, I either want to be the first person to get cards or I want to be the last person to get cards. I don't yep. want to be in the fucking middle. Yep. Because then if I'm first, I can see every card. Not that I promote counting cards. Um, and at this casino, you can't count cards. It is impossible. How many shoes do they have in their deck? Uh, they have a continuously shuffling revolving shoe. Oh, yeah. You're not counting that shit. 
like after every single hand, every card that was played gets dispensed into the table and then it automatically gets reshuffled back into the deck. So you there's it is mathematically impossible to count cards. Yeah, cause, I mean like on a six deck shoe, you can count that. Yeah. Like it's not you, yeah, you gotta be like borderline MIT math genius. No, you, you really don't. Like once you understand how counting cards works, you can count a six deck shoe really easily. Oh, I know. Um so <laughs> either first or last. Because then I can see okay, these all have been played. Oh, Ricky Bobby over here got to be first or last. <laughs> and I'm sitting last on the table. I wound up leaving that table. I stepped up to that table with 20 bucks, walked away with 60. <clears throat> yeah, so uh, every time I went to the casinos up there, um, I didn't, I wasn't going to sit down because, like, you know my game. My game is Hold'em. Mm-hmm. Fucking love Texas Hold'em. I was not going to sit down at a Hold'em table with m- my girlfriend there. Because we're going to be there for a minute. Yep. Because I'm not. I'm going to take. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to slow play it. And I'm going to win some fucking money. Yep. So I couldn't go play Hold'em, and I didn't want to pay the money to play blackjack. So that just left fucking slots because they didn't have like craps and baccarat and all that other shit. They had some Hold'em tables. They had some blackjack tables. Do you even know how to play baccarat? No, but I'm saying they didn't have those <laughs> games. But they had. Uh, they 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 just had like a few Hold'em tables. They had, like, the, the, the hold'em tables up front, which were, like, for people that couldn't afford the hold'em tables in the back. Yeah. See, like, I I have never, every casino I've ever been to, I've never seen a Baccarat table. I think Baccarat was just made up for James Bond. No, I, I saw Baccarat uh, in Vegas. I've never seen Baccarat. Uh, I've never been to Vegas either. So. Yeah, they, they have them in Vegas. Like, almost all the casinos I went into had Baccarat tables. Uh, but so they didn't have that shit at Kiowa. So you either played Hold'em, you played uh, slots, or you played fucking blackjack. And I was like, well, I'm not gonna play Hold'em or blackjack. So we would go play slots, and I would be like, all right, twenty bucks, that's my limit. Like I lo- I lose twenty bucks, I'm done. So Jesse would go in there and sit down with twenty bucks, and she pulled the lever, and she'd be like, holy shit, I'm up to like a hundred bucks. I'm like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling the lever, just watching my money go. Boop, 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 boop. Every time we went, it got to the point where, like, she's like, let's go to the casino. I'm like, okay. And so we would get to the casino, and she's like, you going to gamble? I'm like, fuck no. So I'd walk up to the door, and they always had the, the, the door people would check your IDs as you went in. And I'd be like, how about this, man? I'm going to hand you 20 bucks. You kick me in the nuts, and I'm going to call it a knife. <laughs> they wouldn't do it, but <laughs> but I, I would, after, like, the third time, I was like, I'm not playing fucking slot machines. See, when I, was, when I was at the one in Illinois, I got in good with one of the pit bosses. Yeah. He was a... Short little guy, couldn't have been more than five five, five six. Um, every time I saw him, he always had on a long sleeve shirt. <coughs> Tattoos. There was one time that I saw him kind of roll his sleeve up a little less than halfway. Yeah. And I could see the bottom half of a sleeve tattoo. Yeah. Not to mention all the fucking gold that he had on his fucking fingers. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I can't remember his actual name to save my life, but he was, I remember him saying, but you can call me Squirrel. Uh, Dude, you're fucking mafia as shit. Like, so which family you work for? <laughs> like, <laughs> you want to you wanna tell me? And 
He was he was actually really cool. He was talking about, you know, yeah, man, you know, if you're going to be sticking around long enough, I can hook you up with a room and shit. And I'm like, bro, I'm leaving out like tomorrow. <laughs> Next time I come back, you know, I'll look you up. But <laughs> Yeah, see, I want to go back to Vegas because the the one time I went to Vegas, I was nineteen. Uh that did not stop me from breaking the law. <laughs> uh I broke the law in Vegas. <laughs> I gambled. Eh, eh. Uh-huh. I stayed at, it, like, if you stay in a hotel, you're staying in a casino. Yeah. And the way it works in Vegas, they have different colored carpet for the casino floor. Typically, it's like red or green or. No, uh, the, the, the walkway that we were on was red. Mm-hmm. If you were below the age of 21, you could not step off the walkway onto the casino floor. Right. That's the way it was supposed to be. Well, I found a loophole, and I played some slot machines. Fuck. <laughs> but uh, I want to go back mostly because, like, it, I've been to the Bellagio. Okay. It's fucking amazing. The Bellagio's fucking phenomenal. MGM, fucking phenomenal. Uh, I never did get to go to the Luxor. We couldn't find that son of a bitch because it's not right on the strip. Right. It's off the strip, and we could we could see the goddamn light. I was like, there's a fucking pyramid with the goddamn light. Where the fuck is it at? We couldn't find it. But we've I've been to New York, New York. You know, uh, we stayed at the Excalibur, went to the Bellagio, went to the MGM. I would love to go back and be able to do all that shit again, but legally. So here's what we'll do. Next year, we'll get tickets to SHOT Show. Yeah, that'd be cool. That gives that gives us a year to save up and prepare for it. Yeah, uh, but I want to drive, though. Yeah, fuck yeah. Like, like most people are like, let's fly. I'm like, no, fuck that. I want to drive. No, we're getting road trip, bitch. Like, I want to drive to Vegas. And driving in Vegas is not bad. Like, the traffic's not as horrible as you'd think. No. Yeah, no. We're going <laughs> to fucking road trip that shit. We're fucking Route 66 all the way. But Well, first we got to get on Route 66. Yeah, but gotta, then Route 66 you gotta, all the way. You got to get there first. But then uh, the only thing that sucks about that is, uh, you ever been through uh, Albuquerque? Yes. Their traffic fucking blows. Yes. It fu- so, um, you remember a few years ago, I took a road trip out to Arizona. Yeah. Uh, I took Route 66 the whole way, mm-hmm. and I found out west of Amarillo, they don't know what a fucking rest stop is. No. No, they don't. <laughs> they know what picnic areas are. Yeah. And I learned quick, fast, and in a hurry. Like, if you're heading west... On Route 66, which is Interstate 40. Yeah. You stop and you get gas. Uh, yeah, you do. In Amarillo. Or you run out. Because the next gas station, once you pass Amarillo, from... Let's see here. When I left, I stopped a little after 11 o'clock and I was about 30 miles outside of New Mexico. I pulled off in one of the truck pull-offs yeah. on the interstate <coughs> and rested my eyes for a couple of hours went on looked down just over a quarter of a tank of gas that is not a good place to be <laughs> and i am hoping and praying <laughs> and there was a truck stop about 80 miles yeah <laughs> I was riding on fumes by the time I pulled in at that truck stop. Oh, dude, I found out going to Texas. 
the first time I went to Texas in my new truck, I found out that my gas light is a lying bitch. Because <laughs> I don't like to stop when I'm on a road trip. Yeah, no. Like, I want I want to stop when I got to piss. Yeah. And while I'm, when I got to go to the bathroom, that's when I get gas. Exactly. So, I'm sitting there driving, driving, driving. <clears throat> and I'm not even in Texas yet. I'm thinking, I'm, I think I was somewhere between Jackson, Mississippi, and Shreveport, Louisiana. Okay. And I'm going down the interstate just hauling all the ass, and my gas light comes on. I was like, okay. And it was like, you got 39 miles to empty. I'm like, oh, cool. Next gas station's fucking 15 miles away. Cool. We're good to go. Hit the exit. Get off the exit. The gas station is right fucking there. <laughs> and you had to push it in, didn't you? And I pull into the gas station parking lot and at all the fucking pumps that were fucking where I would just pull straight in were taken. So I had to like swing it around. As I'm swinging around, out of gas. Oh, motherfucker. So I'm out there at two in the fucking morning pushing my entire 1500 by myself and a dude come over to help me i was like nope nope i did this to myself back away (laughs) sir back away i need to learn from this (laughs) push that whole fucking truck a solid 30 feet by myself mad as fuck i probably could have threw the motherfucker to the (laughs) gas pump so when my gas light comes on i stop immediately now so it's a lying bitch so yeah we're gonna uh we're gonna get tickets for shot show I would love to go to Shot Show, and because you know Shot Show is a week. Oh yeah, I saw the I saw some of the some of the tables at Shot Show this year. Though. Oh yeah, they got some cool shit, dude. Taurus they, came out with some new shit, dude. They've got a fucking AR fifteen mounted flamethrower. Yeah, that's a thing. Uh, Tor- <laughs> I want one. Taurus came out with some new shit uh, that I want. Like they've got the. Uh, TX-22, they had the competition series. Uh-huh. Now they've got another competition series. It's bad as fuck. comes with the RMR already on it. It's fucking nice. Yeah, we're going to get tickets to SHOT Show. And then while we're out there, we're going to do some sightseeing. <laughs> we're going to go to the casinos. And by sightseeing, he means the Bunny Ranch. No. <laughs> no, not the Bunny Ranch. I can't afford that <laughs> anyway. Um, not after we get tickets to SHOT Show and drive fuck out there. <laughs> no. God, that's going to make We're taking a four-cylinder. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like we're gonna borrow a force. I don't give a fuck who's. I might even take a motorcycle. Fuck it, it's just cheaper. I mean, if I had a motorcycle, I'd say let's do it because I am damn sure not riding bitch. Because uh, I can just be like, I well, I'm probably gonna get my uncle's Honda Shadow. Yeah. Uh, so I can just take that son of a bitch. Yeah. That's a give me a hell of a fucking ride. Um. But, yeah, we're going to get tickets to SHOT Show. We're going to go to the casinos. We're going to check out the new guns and everything. We're going to go to the Grand Canyon. See, that's why we need to, okay. You remember you used to have a show with another person called 2A Talk? Uh Uh-huh. That show needs to come back. Uh, I don't, I, I, are you still in contact with him? I've not talked to him in a while. Uh, so if, so if you can't get him back, well, I was going to say like, make it me, you and him, but if you can't get in contact with him it, it, for the, what I want to do, it'd be me and you. We'll do two a talk, but we do it on rumble. Okay. Which is a video platform. Uh-huh. Like, uh, kind of like, uh, YouTube, uh-huh. but they're gun friendly. So we can do reviews on guns and stuff right. on rumble. I would love to do a Rumble account 
and you know, kind of like have two way talk, but not a talk show. Where you just you know, where ooh, you, the Hoover Dam. Been there. We'll go check that bitch out too. Been there, and I'm gonna be like cousin Eddie. <laughs> Where can I get some damn bait? <laughs> yeah. Uh, or Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Is this a goddamn? I'm going to be like uh, Clark Griswold and put a piece of gum over a leak. <laughs> <laughs> and make more leaks. And just have a whole ass issue. But, <laughs> yeah, but I'd, I'd kind of like to do something like that where we can, like, do reviews on equipment and stuff like that. Yeah. Because, you know, we both like to shoot. Yeah. We both like gear. Yeah. We're not total gear snobs. Like, I'll use what's cheap and effective. Yeah. Uh, and if it's cheap and shitty, I'll tell you. But if um, it's cheap and works, I'll also We still got to do our ghost hunting shit, too. <coughs> we just got a lot of shit. We, man, we need so many more people. Oh, and since we're going to be going out that way, we're going to take a little detour in Arizona. Man, I'm about to, like, save up all the vacation. We're going time. to fucking Tombstone. Yeah, I'm going to have to save up, like, all the vacation time. Oh, man. Well, I think that's a good place to leave it right there. Yeah, we're going to do big shit. Yeah, we're going to do big shit. Like, I'm a big kid now. (laughs) Flintstone vitamins, and I don't need no (laughs) pull-up. Oh, man. Uh, You heard the advertisement at the start of the show. Yeah, so no need to rehash old wounds. Yep. (laughs) Because that probably caught you all the way off guard. Yep. Again, a big shout-out to the troops, to the men and women serving overseas and on the home front. We appreciate everything y'all are doing for us. Keep up the good work. Come home safe. We're all rooting for you here back home. It's true. Really are. Yeah. Well, 50% of us. Yeah, some of us. Yeah. Yeah, there's There's a plurality of people that aren't. Yeah, that is true. But it is what it is. This has been Two Beards Talking. I'm Daniel Sanders. And I'm Matt Lasseter. Thanks for listening, everybody.